0: Guys, I'm David with Transparency Fitness Live, and today we're going to be hanging out with Bob Tome and Chris Jones. Now, Bob is going to be well. This is the first time that we've had a repeat guest on the podcast. Oh, I didn't you know, know that. so yeah, you're you're the first guest we've asked to come back, and uh, we got a lot to talk about because last time we uh, we had you on, we talked about this eight week program I was going to be doing with you, and we've kind of completed that or right at the end of that. And so we're going to be talking about that today, and then we brought on Chris Jones, one of Bob Tome's. Awesome clients, Uh, and Chris is an an amazing barista, one of the best baristas in town, (laughs) uh, and a guinea pig, and we're going to talk about some static training as well, but uh, yeah, if you just want to give people a little bit of your background again um, for any new listeners, and just uh, both of you guys can kind of let everybody know a little bit about yourselves, and then we'll dive right into it.
1: Okay, well, I've been in the fitness industry since 1986. Um, that and, was the year I was
0: born, by the way, guys. <laughs> just to let you know, that lets you know how old I'm a Bob is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, and then personal training exclusively since 1998. And I uh, have my own studio currently, and uh, it's called Simply Strong Studio. And um, I've been enjoying the, the, the process
0: of getting people healthy for many years, and uh, you know. It, it, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, one of the things that Bob really believes in is machine training versus uh, conventional free weights, dumbbells, kettlebells. He doesn't necessarily say there's anything against it, but he finds that using machines is the best way of training. And you kind of have your own kind of protocol. If you want to run through that real quick, just to let people have an idea, so as we go through and start talking about the last couple months and then what you've been doing with Chris, so they have an idea of kind of your protocol for that machine training.
1: Well, it is exclusively machi- machine training. I, I, I'm not against any other modality, oh, yeah. by the way. But um, I find it—the um, well, protocol itself is a total body workout, um, one set to momentary muscular failure. There are other uh, avenues of taking a person to the, uh, to the end— uh, of a set I've been there by the way guys
0: I've been to the <laughs> end it's not pleasant he
1: has <laughs> um, and so what we do is it's, it's, it's a quick brief program it's designed to be intense it's the true classic high intensity training people don't realize but that that uh, term was coined by Arthur Jones the creator of Nautilus Equipment uh, and through his research he's the first person to use that and uh, it, but it's a 20 to 30 minute program one set to momentary muscular failure um, you do it one usually one to two times a week, um, and I find it very successful getting people results. Yeah,
0: and, and that's pretty much what I did the last. Well, I guess we'll say January first um, was probably the really the really. And we we kind of did a couple sessions I think in December, right? But that's before correct. we actually got into a flow where it was uh, twice a week, we got into the twice a week for thirty minutes, and we actually stuck with that. Um, so probably January 1st It is now um, uh, February 27th So pretty much um, two months uh, well, Not, I guess, a complete two months uh, We went two day, two times a week And then I would do my Sunday fun day uh, uh, workout Which uh, if you guys don't know what that is Check out the Instagram uh, We get crazy with it But other than that I was pretty much working out three times a week No more than 45 minutes at a time uh, And it's, uh, well, there's a lot to dive into uh, but I, I also want to talk a little bit with Chris over here, Hi. <laughs> um, just about, you know, your experience with Bob, you've been working with him for
2: about a, two years, two now. years now, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. Well, I guess it was right at the the beginning of the pandemic. Um, I, I'm a drummer, and I was used to, you know, playing drums two or three hours, two or three times a week sometimes, and, 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 you know, obviously that kind of stopped then, and. Um, you know I'd spent years just kind of noodling around at the gym or planning fitness or whatever not really knowing what I was doing and and uh, and I'd known Bob for several years and knew what he did and and finally reached out around that time it was like okay I'm ready to I'm ready to do this so so yes you've been doing it for two years yeah
0: now um, did you start him off with your basic protocol where it was kind of uh, well? You go. You only see him once a week, right? Right. And then the rest of the time, you do a lot of cardio-based stuff, right. like yep. at Planet Fitness and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So you really only train? Do you do you train any muscles outside of that once a week?
2: Uh, I mean, uh, sometimes a little. You know, I've got a pull-up bar that I'll you know walk right. through a door and pull up, and I'll do some you know. Work but with outside of heavy the, like, plates, or but not training. No. Not like
0: actual organized. I'm going to go in here and do right. this little circuit of, of exercises or work on these specific muscles today. You just kind of do more like let's burn fat and like right yeah keep the cardiovascular up, and then I focus on the strength aspect and the the, the really the training aspect with Bob once yep. a week for about thirty minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, so, and you guys have always just done the once a week then? We have, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, over the last two years, I want to hear about the progression. You know, uh, I want to hear about kind of like the way, because I know your guys' training programs have, have actually significantly changed from mm-hmm. day one versus where you guys are at right now. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I initially uh, took Chris through the, the traditional protocol, and, uh, and which was a total body workout with a one set to momentary muscular failure. Um, it was new to him at the time. I mean, he had not done that particular training uh, exclusively at all or ever tried it so um, it was it's like with any client that I have it's it's really nice to see uh, people take steps forward and and you to to your all's credit both of you you y'all are wonderful subjects to train because you all are willing to go for it and you're willing to go to the end and um, having said that everybody's different and everybody I have to gauge that when I train somebody but chris was um he's been steady and consistent and and I think he's done uh tremendous uh, enhancement to his physical well being with his body uh, right. he's so strong and um and which will lead us into what he's doing now right yeah. which is a whole another <laughs> st- yeah, yeah, the reasons yeah. we brought
0: you <laughs> back on that static training yeah um so the, i guess so you, you start off with the original protocol, and I'm guessing you switch every six to eight – is it six to – or four four weeks? How often do you switch the – so just to let you guys know, Bob has a 2,000-square-foot uh, gym, and it's big and open, and there's – how many different machines do you have in there right now? Forty. Forty different machines. <laughs> um, so when you do Bob's protocol, you usually do anywhere from, um, from, from what my experience is, like five or six to maybe up to eight different exercises in that 30 minutes. Going through and uh, slowly killing your muscles <laughs> over <laughs> over a minute to two minute period. Uh, and when he says muscular failure, like I, I'm sure some of you have think you've been to muscular failure out there. I thought I had till I started training with Bob and like it becomes rather painful for those last 30, 20 seconds where you're just going as slow as you can. And Bob's like and then you get to the end and Bob's like one more. And so you do one more, right? <laughs> and he's like one more. And it gets to the point where like physically Bob's doing the actual exercise for you cuz your muscles are done.
1: <laughs> I missed
0: my workout that week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um <laughs> So, uh, so just to give you guys an idea of what Bob has. Um, so every four – is it four weeks you try to change up some of the modalities, some uh, of the different exercises. Well, equipment? it depends
1: on the person, okay. but usually uh-huh. it, it also depends on the frequency. So if somebody's doing once a week, then we're usually going eight weeks before we change uh, the cycle of the program. Um, obviously, if it's two times a week, we get into about a monthly uh, exchange okay. of different protocol. And, and I say protocol, different exercises, and could be different protocol.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I guess so that so that's kind of the difference between Chris and I and the aspect that I've been doing it twice a week with you and he was doing it once a week. So you take a little bit longer before you change up some of the modalities for him. Yeah,
1: I, I do. And uh, which is which one is a good point is, you know, a part of the program design of one to two times a week. Uh, you know, it's uh, you know, targeting somebody who's not training at all. Just to get something in is very important and then with the way the work is designed and the intensity to the muscles right you know they get a you know the person would get a full week of recovery to kind of recharge and, and start back up um so part of it is for everybody is how fast do you recover
0: right you know now did you see since you've trained us both did you see you know, giving Chris that full week of recovery versus where I was getting, you know, uh, a couple days, like three, up to three to four days in between our workouts. Yeah. Uh, Did you see any differences as far as, uh, like, do you feel like Chris progressed a little bit faster because he had more recovery or? Well, I feel like there's. And I know we're two different people in the aspect of how we're built.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's, that's so important. Uh, We're all individuals. We all had different recovery times. I don't know your sleep patterns. I don't know how well you're eating. Uh, those things have a factor, <laughs> stress. Uh, all those things are factors. Um, you have done really well, and there's times where I think you're probably still recovering. I think you notice that when you, you know, when you hit a machine, you just go, "Yeah, I'm feeling that. I'm still feeling those yeah. muscles." And that could have been a carryover from another Sunday fun day. Yeah. So, um, uh, in in general, it's you know, ideal setting, an ideal world would be you'd wake up and you go, "Wow, I feel really good today." me call Bob. and Let's get a session in. Right. You know, um, so I think it's a little hit and miss with recovery. But for the most part, I think you you both work well and have seen to be you know, seen to progress. And that's the key is right. if you're progressing, then I know we're on track.
0: Right. And I, I really still think uh, recovery does play a part. And I know you that's one of your biggest things that, that you preach is, is more more time recovering in between workouts. Uh, but I also think there's a mental aspect where, uh, you know, that goes back to like, well, I guess Joe Rogan and like David Goggins, where they're just like, you can override it. And I think there's a little bit of both that you need. You need more recovery, but I also think that a tougher mind can push through. I think Chris has one of those. I think there, there, there may be other people out there that don't have that oomph like Chris does to like, oh yeah, I want to go up. Let's let's yeah, we're going to go up and I'm, it's going to hurt, but I'm going to do it. Right. Um, so I think that plays a, a part as well with, um, Probably client to client as well. Um, it
1: does. And then uh, well, we haven't talked about but there's you know, a couple of ways you can do the training, which would be more traditional and what people may be familiar with is like repetition counts. Right. And then what I'm switched to and use more often now is the time under tension or exactly. time under load. So the clock doesn't lie. If I've got if I have the target of between one and one thirty and you're exceeding one thirty, then I know yeah, David or Chris can go up and that's the key. Right. So that that's for me is a, a, a tremendous
0: tool. If you want to just explain that to to everybody real quick on like how you break down a minute, minute 30 and two minutes. So pretty much I'm just sitting there doing this, the exercise at a very slow pace, You you want roughly six seconds. Concentric six second eccentric right. Um, it, the cadence can change. There's a lot of different Depending ways to go. Yeah. But I would say, as an average, a whole you want a you want a slower cadence. Oh yeah. Uh, you know three to three to six seconds in between your eccentric and concentric movements on most of the exercises. Well,
1: yes, and then what you'll find is uh, people think they're going three or six. Oh, no, no. We, we found that out. We found,
0: <laughs> we found yeah. out.
1: Because if you, if you really time it, if I'm looking at the stopwatch and I'm watching a person, you know, and, and I'm going to use a chest press, you know, and they're pressing through the motion, usually at the gym, you'll see it's one and maybe one and one and a half, two seconds back. Um, what to really physically go slower yeah just there's so much muscular tension right. that's happening, which really amplifies the effect to them towards the muscles um, towards the muscles but um uh so cadence is very important and and I think you've hit it on the head as long as you're controlled and smooth and that would be above two seconds in each direction right um the classic nautilus principles were uh four two or two okay. four where you would go one one thousand two one thousand and then four seconds back um I've seen everything from. Uh, there's Ken Hutchins, who the you know, founder of Super Slow Systems Training, later Renex. Uh, he he recommends 10-10, 10 seconds in each direction. So there's play. <laughs> there's play. I'm happy you don't follow his philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's play in that. Well, part of that's machine design, whether you can do it or not, or really dialing back the weights. But um, uh, so, but the, the the big factor here in the training is going much slower than you know right. what people are used to doing. And, uh, and me watching and monitoring that. Right, and
0: so Bob puts the, the – usually, for if the clients wants, so – I'm one of the clients that likes to be able to see the time. So he'll put his, his clock in front of me, uh, and I'll watch that clock. And like we said, we go as slow as we possibly can. And so if, I'm under, if I remember correctly, if you can only make it to a minute before you, cut, you, you hit muscle failure, that means that you would stay at that weight next time, right? If you can, Yes, if you hit at least to a minute. If you can comfortably get over a minute and a half, uh between a minute and a half and two minutes you're gonna you're gonna go up in weight in theory. I right? Am. that's correct. Um and then if you can't make it to a minute then may- maybe we'll try next week. Yeah. Well <laughs> we might have to dial back the yeah, weight Yeah and you might <laughs> have to <laughs> dial back the the weight. But you know, there's will be from actors that week. I could have been really stressed. Next <laughs> week I got it. I'll be mentally focused. Right. Um one of the things I found that really helped and I don't know if it helped Chris when he when he trains with you is having you stand there um Because I get to a point where I've, you know, we're we're at a minute and like my muscles are dying, like they they want to quit. So you you would not believe that a minute and a half of not stop working out hurts so much.
2: Like Chris can Chris can probably attest to this. Like it hurts. Yeah. Uh, Well, and and there's a a point too. Like you're doing it and you're doing it and you're doing it, and then all of a sudden it's just like. Your muscle just stops working. Yeah. Yeah. You're done. (laughs) It's very true. But you still, you know, you know you need to make it, you know, 13 more seconds.
0: Right. Because you're seeing the clock. Yeah. yeah, And you know you want to go after that mental toughness comes in. Yeah.
2: You don't want to
0: do the same weight next week. You Uh want to always progress. Right. Right. Yeah. And so for me, that's my motivation. I'm like, (laughs) all right, I at least got to get it to a minute. And then my objective usually is to try to get it to two minutes because – I'm always trying to just show Bob I'm better than the weight that he gave me. <laughs> this isn't this isn't enough, Bob. He's winning. <laughs> He's doing a great job. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I just – I but I would just – it amazed me that in a minute and a half my muscles could get so physically exhausted. And I like that you do usually two upper body exercises, and then you'll give the upper body a break and go into a lower body or two lower body exercises, at least for me, the way you've been training me. And
1: that's – Pretty typical. I mean, you know, the classic would be larger groups into smaller groups. But um, I think with the intensity and program design, I'm changing things up for everybody. Uh, but I like that. I personally like that. I like, you know, give it your push pull, give it a, a great yeah. effort. And now let's switch it to legs and let those um, get some work and then go back
0: to the upper body. Now, Chris, did you ever, did you guys ever hit a plateau? Over the last two years, have you ever hit a point where like uh, you guys got stuck? not really no, I don't think so, so so you so for two years straight you've you've progressed quite a are you been slowly progressing then on most of the exercises that you've got him going through It is true now, the
1: one thing, and then we'll get into this, I'm sure uh you know Chris is like really the first person I've been taking now I got another person in uh hello Bev uh, <laughs> that is um uh that's doing static training, and so that's another um, uh, variation of the training uh, versus the um, the traditional dynamic resistance or isotonic resistance. so um, uh, so anyway, what we're trying to do is just get him you know we're, we can't measure that as well. you know the static we're, we're looking at options to be able to measure it. <laughs> but so right now what we're doing is I'm trusting Chris is going to give all his all, all effort on um on the statics that we have set up and uh but that's been new and, and chris has been a big part of the um the changeover which will will is going to eventually bleed into all the other clients
0: chris you seem to be a guinea pig on a few different projects <laughs> you're coming onto to the podcast being the guinea pig right <laughs> get a pig with the static training <laughs> well i'm just you're picking the right things i think to be guinea pigs on
2: though i'm on just trying to <clears throat> remember how the conversation came up but we're probably just doing our regular training and you're like so did you just like present the idea to see what I would think, or... I think
1: think originally, uh, I just knew, uh, you know, you have that kind of go-for-it intense um, way about yourself when you're training, and I thought gosh, he'd be a prime candidate to try this out, you know, and, and there's, um, I've been already in search, um, as a, as a possibility of purchasing some equipment that had, yeah, yeah. that had measurement tools for isometric training. Yeah.
0: Cause it's going to have like digital, there'll be like a
2: digital, yeah. Thing.
1: You'll be able to see your output yeah, and, exactly. you, and you see where you're going up and where you're going down. And, uh, and I thought, well, if I do that, it'd probably be a good idea to see if clients like it. <laughs> so, right. so that's kind of how it stemmed, uh, through conversation, I think. And then, um, and then, and then we would
2: maybe put one in there just to see what would happen. And mm-hmm.
1: that's right. We that's what we did. We initially, I, I, I just kind of like teased him with, it. "Hey, let's try this out and see what you think." And, and um, well, you can tell your experience initially. What did you think of it initially when you first like did a test run on the first time?
2: When I heard it, I was like, okay.
0: And by the way, guys, static training. Just for anybody <laughs> yeah. listening that may not know what static training is, is is pretty much <laughs> picking a spot. Like, well, actually, I'll let you kind of give a, a, a. You probably have a better description than I do since you've been doing it for, for a little bit longer than me. Well,
1: it's it is pretty simple. If you think about it, um, static training. And there's, um, uh, I, w- I would classify static training as a, a position that you're holding or pushing right. and pulling against. And so that's designed. That's called overcoming a resistance uh, or yielding. So overcoming or yielding is static. You know, if you're if you were doing a a squat in the mid position and you just you didn't move, right. you just held it. So there's no movement. Uh, you just need to be able to have something that's strong enough to either push against that won't move or pull against that right. won't move. But it's it's a fixed position where you're exerting uh, a high, perhaps right. your highest you just level tension without moving. Yeah, yeah, and that's part of it. I mean, so what we're doing uh, with Chris and uh, and now, um, Bev McLean is we're 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 pushing and pulling, uh, with our arms and our legs. And, and, again, that's designed to be overcoming something where you're, you're exerting force as hard as you can. And what we, you know, we can get into this, but what we're doing is um, uh, finding out where our limits are on time. So I am also timing the static training. And, uh, but the static is what it sounds like or, or isometric is it's a fixed position,
0: and you're, you're exerting your force against something that will not move. It's all you, Chris. Sorry. I just wanted to, just for the few people that, you know, for out of the 10 people that are listening, there might be one <laughs> <laughs> that wanted to know, they're like what is the static training right. you speak of.
2: <laughs> well, when I first heard the idea, it was just kind of like, you know, okay. Sure, you know, like it just didn't make it I'm trying to think of something else to compare to that's not, you know, training or something that, you know, you you hear something and you're just kind of like, I don't see how that could work cuz, you know, my whole life it's always been you know, moving, moving weight. Right. Like that's mine was free weights. Yeah. (laughs) Until Um, I met Bob. But I'm like, okay, let's try it. And so I don't remember what the first one was. I don't know if it was a chest press or a pull down, but we tried it. You know, it's just like, you know, I guess you find that 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 spot where you're exerting the max effort and that's that's where it's fixed. Right. That is correct. Yeah. You know, and he's like, all right, just pull as hard as you can for, you know, I guess there's like a ramp up and then you're just, sometimes 30 seconds and i did it that first time and my arms just kind of started doing <laughs> it you know i was like okay that's cool um and then i guess we just kind of started adding more and more and you know even just after one one exercise you know whether it be a, a pull down or a chest press or a row you know i'll, I'll look down after 90 seconds of doing these and, and i could see like my my arms are red you know i mean the muscles are fired up so it's called the bump yeah <laughs> the pump minus the there's no pump yeah right <laughs> yeah, that's true
0: the pump without the pump yeah right that could be a new t-shirt no. <laughs> hey if you steal this idea send us our, our, our portion of it no
1: and what's great about it is uh you don't really have to do you don't have to do it very long you know uh, i mean you could in theory train somebody uh you know 10 minutes and give them all the work they needed isometrically, you know, so I, I, I just find it uh, another tool in the toolbox that I think is very effective. Um, it's been around for a long time. Uh, and, uh, one person that was who probably, uh, I say, I don't know if I would say made it famous, but is a famous person who was doing it in their training was Bruce Lee. So, uh, he was big in isometric training. He, he considered it a way to really enhance its power. Um, you think about it. If you're doing dynamic strength, which is what you know, machine based or dumbbell based right. or barbell based training is, um, you rarely do you exert all-out effort, and you know, uh, you you don't even come close to it. Really, you know, you have to have enough of a weight drop to allow that you to go up right. and up all the way all the way down. Like saying yeah, curl.
0: I would say, and I and I, and I tried this uh, working out. I I tried to do there was like one uh, one of the earlier weeks. You and I couldn't meet, so I was like, I still need to work out in. So I went in and did a bunch of dumbbells and barbell stuff and I tried. Tried to do the two or three seconds or six seconds and the machines are so much easier. Like I'm able to push myself further with the machines to that to that further at I'm able to push that fatigue so much further with the machines. I can't do that with uh dumbbells and, and bar.
1: And that's a boy, that is that is a great observation because that's that was the whole idea behind machines with cams and changing right variable resistance because you do have sticking points with dumbbells where if you're doing a curl and you're in the bottom end and you're fatigued and you're in the weakest spot you're done you know where machines allow you to keep going and go even deeper into the uh into the musculature so um that's a great that's a great observation right
0: so i mean so that that uh you know i was able to to get the the my, i feel like my muscles would fatigue faster or they get to the point where the pump wouldn't allow me to do but i i but they didn't scream the same way, like yeah. like when you're when you're going. I mean, literally, there there are times like especially when we're doing that that bicep curl. Um, there usually you you usually have me do it twice. Like after I'm fatigued out, you're like, all right, two more. Well, usually both of those times, you actually have to you have to push. Right. My my biceps right. have nothing left in them to pull it back up, right? Yes, uh, they have enough in them to like hold it for a few seconds and then slowly let go. Uh, for the, I guess, the concentric movement. Um, but they don't have, they can't do the eccentric movement whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well. Uh, so uh, you literally fatigue the muscle eccentric, in every. But, uh, uh, you, but you're. Did I say it backwards? Yeah. But, that, <laughs> but it's. <my> <laughs> <best>. <laughs> but it's okay. Because, I, I mean, it's uh, what you're, what you're, what I'm doing with you. And not everybody else is. You had already gone to mo- momentary muscular failure, right? But you, we were going. We're doing a little added work for you, right? And that's and that's uh, credit to your intensity. So, um, so if, if anybody's listening, you know, I don't do that with everybody, but choice subjects. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, and I, I guess I'm speaking from my experience. Yeah. So,
0: um, but it. First off, I think Bob's protocol uh, is amazing. I wish uh, that there were more people that – I feel like it's a hard protocol to follow if you're doing it on your own. Like I feel like you need – this is this is the kind of drawback to this protocol. Mm-hmm. I feel like even right now after working with you for the last uh, roughly six or seven weeks uh, what – we're at six. I think six weeks. So working with you for the last six weeks twice a week, uh, I don't know if I would feel comfortable in going into the gym and being able to get that same result on my own. Like, no, I with, agree with that. Without you there – Uh, slow it down pick it up Mm -hmm. uh make sure it's smoothed out um you your cues are excellent and they're just what you need (laughs) yeah um well they're important though um so without your cues i don't think i'm experienced enough to do it i'm not there yet where i know enough about the protocol so this is something you got to learn i think especially if you want to be able to do this on your own i'm guessing you feel comfortable doing it on your own i do
1: but to be honest uh it's still, better, ni- it's, still, yeah. it's still nice to have someone yeah. there kind of coaching you through it. A little story I went to uh, uh, a couple years ago. Uh, there was a resistance exercise conference, and this was in Minneapolis. It was by uh, Discover Strength, and a uh, very successful um, company. In that area and uh, they do the protocol and uh, in their second day of uh, oh, really in, in the morning of their second day they they offer everybody who wants to do a morning workout and they have now this is you know th- this is an incredible setup they have they had like I think 10 to 12 exercises and they had one or two trainers uh, waiting for you at every machine okay and uh, and then they, they would throw out all the advanced techniques on you and uh, it was really uncomfortable, <laughs> but I, I mean, it was probably at least 30 minutes after I was done with the program. We got, we got bused to their location from the hotel. We came back to the hotel, got into my um, hotel room. And I was changing to get ready for the seminar for that um, conference for that day. And I was still pumped. Mush- I mean, I was like, this is incredible, but, um, and so to my experience is, yes, you can get you go so much further if you have an eye on some yeah. eyes on you, you know, and who somebody who's a mirror and telling you what to do and what, you know, how But to that's like it re-
0: squeezing the extra little bit of juice yeah. out of the out of the lemon or whatever. Right. Like, like what's that? What's that extra like five percent that I don't have? How do I get that extra five percent? Right. It's like have someone stand over you that knows how to coach you through right. the exercises. Um, but the the it's one. I'm very impressed that um it doesn't appear that uh, I've lost any strength um so we we did so we did a few tests um so right before I started bob's program, my one max rep for uh bench press was around two eighty five um uh my one match rep for squat was around two eighty five those are two big ones for me um those are the two things I wanted to calculate how much stronger i are, or how much i increased decreased or maintained over that over and really we've only been doing it six weeks so we haven't even finished the full eight week protocol um the my bench was uh right at 285 so i didn't lose i didn't gain on the bench but over the last six weeks again i have pretty much not touched hardly any free weights minus what we do on sunday funday which is real low weight high rep stuff so we're not doing any kind of strength stuff with the sunday funday exercises and and actually with legs uh we, we actually set a, set a PR today, and I hit uh, 330, um, good, solid squat, 45 degree. Um, I hit 330 today. Um, so we actually increased legs by quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so I haven't been able to hit over 300 for like three or four years. Wow. Um and the last time I did it, it wasn't even it was it was like a twenty degree <laughs> squat. It wasn't you know what I mean. It, it like I I was in no shape. Really should have been over three hundred. Like mm-hmm. I really wasn't there. But I comfortably well I would not say comfortably, but I hit three thirty today. So um so some of my observations over the last six weeks, um one because I have bad uh, knees as you a lot of you guys know out there, um ACL MCL and meniscus uh tear uh, like four years ago five years ago now. Uh, in my left knee and then I re my meniscus that they wouldn't repair it because the arthritis was so bad So I've been working on rehabbing the knees the last couple of years uh, Just now started to be able to run again and do certain certain agility stuff that I haven't been able to do for a couple of years A lot of that's due to knees over toe guy a handful of other people out there on the internet I've been taking their protocols and Pretty much trying to find ones that work as well as hot yoga Um, but one of the things that I constantly struggled with is strengthening my knees because everything that I do is free weights and I don't go to the gym. I have a low, I have my gym in my backyard. So I don't have machines. So I wasn't hitting all my muscles properly, uh, in my lower body. And I think it's really helped because with your protocols, I'm doing calves, I'm doing, um, I'm doing leg press. Um, the other big one is I think we've really strengthened my, my hamstrings. like right. Like huge, like massively strengthened my hamstrings, and that's a huge point that I told Bob when I came into this. These are weak. So when it comes to a lot of your lower body exercises, I think it's imperative that you use machines. Like you have to incorporate them because they're going to hit muscles that you just aren't going to hit the same way with a free weight, or you can't hit with a free weight, yeah. in my opinion. Safely. For Safely. Sure. yeah. And so, that, yeah, that was I guess that was my other observation was mm-hmm. I never got injured – during your protocol because that was what would happen i would do a squat i would i would squat funny I'd, uh just random things that i would do with free weights that would upset my knee and i'd be like man i can't i can't <laughs> i can't do knees today mm-hmm. I, I can't do legs today because my knees are flared up so this is the first time in a while that i've consist- consistently hit legs and not had to miss a day due to an injury That's in great. a long time yeah um so i think that that uh, is why you know why I was able to squat so heavy and I was able to set a PR today was uh, the the protocol going through your machines allowed my a my lower body to add muscle in a safe way that was controlled exactly
1: I think that's it and then um, and, and you've really which is neat to see is you've really almost every week have gone up in in strength you know and and uh, uh, and we haven't held back uh, we haven't needed to because you've proven you can you know do the resistance that you know that I was providing. So I
0: refuse to let you win, Bob. Okay, <laughs> whatever you throw at me, I'm gonna want more. Machines,
1: machines eventually always win. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, so far six weeks in, they have I not know, yet. I, know, I, know. I feel like now next 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 week, Bob's gonna be like, and the machines win today.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. That's not necessarily true with my static training.
0: Yeah, I know. I,
1: he, <laughs> Chris is getting, and so we, you know, we we're doing, we've been doing the static training, right? And
2: how long? When did, was it? How long have we been doing it? Was it it like seems over like the
1: summer, maybe, or I don't know when we started. Were you
0: guys just starting when I when I first started talking to you about it? Probably because I remember you getting all excited but about it.
2: But it was like, yeah, that was early on. That was months before you all finally connected. I right? Think. Yeah,
1: that's right. So yeah, so you know, I was like, I loved. I tell the story to everybody. Is you know we're doing this static training and and you know we got I got every I got all the weights. All the weights on, on the uh, the machine pinned, and uh, uh, over time uh, I started noticing that Chris was moving almost in every exercise the whole stack. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, I was like watching, I'm like going, oh my gosh, what have I created? <laughs> <laughs> so so now I, I have to I have to offer extra resistance uh on his exercises so i have to i in other words he's going to pull down i can't let him just and what we do just to give some clarity is like if you think about a pull down there's a high position pull down into the low position right and all the and what i'm doing with the machines statically is i'm i'm setting that so that he's in his strongest position through the range so if you're if you're pulling down from top you're not strongest here you're about uh, close to the middle maybe a little bit above is where your maximum Uh, strength potential is so we pin it all the weights and then he's pulling down and again chris has been moving the weight stack (laughs) so (laughs) i uh, i now go under the bar and then i i hold it and it's Work for me to hold it without him, you know, shoving me into the floor. So, <laughs> so it's it's incredible. I I mean I am just this is what the the excitement is, and I, this is why I can't wait to get my hands on some static machines um, that do measurement, and then I, ha- I don't have to worry about there's no weight stack. So well, I think
0: to- you have a choice, I and mean, it sounds like you have a client that has needs, and you just can't provide you can't provide stuff that he's too strong for you. So if you want to keep him as a client, I'd upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no,
1: but, it's, but he's been he's been doing a fantastic job and, and um, Bev has too Bev is you know you 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 know Bev from yeah. the coffee shop so um, Bev is like I think he's 71 or 2 I believe and you never know it hmm. he's in fantastic shape he takes really good care of himself and he's doing statics and he's been doing statics you know uh, probably for about a month and a half okay two months and He's not a big guy. Uh, he weighs probably I, I think he tells me fluctuates, but you know let's say 145 to oh, one, wow. yeah, um, to 155 maybe when on his he- heavier times. Um, and he is about ready to move the stacks, too. In fact, I think he has moved the stacks on uh, an exercise or two. So I mean, it's, it's insane. I'm really excited about the potential of static training and adding that into the dynamic mix.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, And we still do we'll throw in some dynamic. But I feel like we might have had a program for a while where it really—I think the whole thing was static. Right? Didn't we have one. We that did was like that. Also, oh, you just, guys
0: did a static only. Cause we did. So it, now you have a little bit of both, right? Yeah. Now, it's, what I like about
1: it, and you can comment and tell me what you think, but I—I I, I like the idea that you're not like when you, like for example, when you train, yeah. and you're doing dynamic strength. Um, you're done. You're done. You go. Oh My gosh. Oh yeah. Like, like your, when like
0: when like, I'm like, twenty-two. Uh, well, wait, we're, we're about 22, 25 minutes yeah. on average, right? Right. Like I'm. I am done for the next half an hour, 45 minutes before I can touch anything. It it really is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't ever feel – I mean, I feel tired and exhausted from a good uh, uh, strength training, you know, free weights. But I do not feel the same uh, as I do finishing with you. Like, I'm just like, wow. (laughs) No, because
2: after we're done, he kicks us out for his next client. We've got to drive. yeah. (laughs) And I've been I've been at you know sitting at red lights with my foot on that brake and, and my foot is shaking <laughs> yes, <laughs> from a twenty five minute well, workout. If Bob,
0: real, if Bob notices I sit out in front of his gym for a good fifteen minutes before I pull away, I'll play on my phone because there are some days I'm like, yeah, you, you know, can't oh, grip well, we, the steering wheel.
2: It's not safe for me to be out there. It's it's true. Uh, but like another thing too, and and it's been like this since the beginning training with especially with the static is a lot of times I'll go in training after a nine hour day at work on my feet. All day, you know, walking, moving, lifting, everything that I do. I couldn't imagine going over to a gym on my own and working out after that, you know. But I'll go straight over and am excited about it. And sometimes I'll go in and like, well, you also I'm really that, tired like- today. And those are the days that I think I do best. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if it's just the style of training or or I know that. I don't know. It's it's incredible because I feel I could go in feeling horrible or, right. you know, I threw my back out one time. Was still able to go train with Bob and feel better afterwards. You know. Was, well, I,
0: I think I think uh, anybody out there, you, if you're having a crappy day, like working out's never going to make it crappier. But like I'm it like, hardly ever does make it crappier. Well,
2: yeah, but I mean, like even physically, we're like you know, just like man, maybe I should, you know, take take this day off. You know, and I've I've never done that. I've never said no. I don't think you. You'd know, all,
0: yeah, you've always shown up.
2: I've always shown up. No, yeah.
1: uh, What I love is, uh, because I've I've been experimenting with it as well, um, is uh, if you do exclusively uh, or primarily statics, um, it doesn't hit your nervous system the same way as a dynamic strength would be. In other words, you can give your all-out effort and do four to six statics, and you're done, and you go... You feel like you, you, you know you work because your muscles have contracted very, very hard, and you, maybe you've given that all-out effort. But when you're done, you go, yeah, I'm done. And, it, and so I like that from a standpoint of that could be attractive to um, anybody across all age groups. And, and aesthetics, aesthetics are known to be very safe, um, safer than dynamic strength. Uh, you can work around injuries. Um, so they're, they're a tool I don't think people have really taken advantage of. Um, which is, again, have been around for a long time, but are just now, I think now starting to gain a little bit more momentum in their use.
0: Well, I mean, and like, like I told you the other day, I mean, you convinced me enough that, you know, I was going to start building a program for my dad. Who's just about to turn or just turn 60 or 61. I should know this. Uh, hope dad's not listening. Um, but i mentioned to my dad that, uh, that after training with you, I think that I, I at the very least want him to do something similar to I want him to specifically train with you or do something similar with machines before he starts doing anything with free weights. Um he has a, a lower back disc issue which I think with the um with the machines we'll be able to get around. Mm-hmm. Um so but yeah like I said I'm trying to send my send my dad to you to start training outside of me as a trainer doing it myself just because I Think at least starting off. This is what my this is a better protocol for my dad to be doing, getting back into weightlifting and and strength training, um, than jumping right into free weights and uh, and you know kettlebell stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and he and, and it's it's all preference. I mean, all those tools are fun. You know, everybody likes. You know, you, you go go to if it whatever keeps you consistent. Yes. Do you know? Um, but the key thing there was you talked about is safety. If you want you want to be you do not want anybody to get injured or you don't want to hurt yourself. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's that's a good. one. I
0: like my free weights. I'll I'll deal with the injuries that come with them from time to time. (laughs) Well, I feel about every 24 weeks. uh, My body's just exhausted from free weights. And I like literally I'll have these like little nagging injuries all over my body. They're tiny and they'll go away in like Mm -hmm. a week or two if I just take a break. And usually I'll go on a dead load week or two and I'll let my body heal. Um, but that's the one thing I haven't run into at all with your program. But also, I'm only doing it for less than an hour a week. Yeah, you know, just twice a week for I like twenty twenty. Think about minutes. that.
1: You didn't. You didn't lose. And I did it. Gained and exactly. Then, and you're doing less. So, so yeah,
0: the biggest probably thing that I wanted out of the the program or the protocol that I didn't get, which I think partially is uh, I, my diet needed to be better than it was, is that I actually did not gain really I didn't gain any actual probably muscle mass like far as the way like I gained a lot of strength like it showed that I gained a lot of strength but I did not grow in size like I wanted to Um, I think you could grow in size I know you would probably disagree with me on this one but I think someone that's serious about growing on size they need to do it three days a week and they need to eat a super clean diet like to I think you could you could maybe potentially get the same results as free weights Mm -hmm. with machines but I think that you're gonna have to like like those guys you got to be super strict you got to eat the right things you got to get the right amount of rest um, and you've got to give a hundred percent when you're in the gym, but I think right. three times a week, and I think I could maybe see some 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 growth.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, well, there's there's a lot of factors there, you, as you mentioned, you know, nutrition. Yeah, you know, and, and then enough and recovery that's why to stimulate <laughs> my nutrition was not good. Yeah, uh,
0: as it should be. I mean, I was, I was probably getting close to enough protein, um, but I did do some measurements before and after with like my biceps and thighs and stuff. And I, well, actually, my legs grew a little bit, but my mostly my upper body stayed about the same. But yeah. again,
1: but we're only six
0: weeks in, huh? It, exactly, we yeah, are only yeah. six weeks in. Yeah. And uh, what we've kept ma- maintained free weights, uh, the free weight uh, max reps, uh, or increased uh, yeah. again on the lower body. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and again, uh, there's I have no uh, issue with any tool that somebody likes. This is just this is just one tool. Oh yeah. I, I just think like what I what I think is wonderful to hear is uh, you telling your story because uh, when you if you just tell Joe or Jane, you know, oh it's you know, it's one or two times a week. It's a total body workout. It's one set. The momentary muscular failure. They don't understand what that experience. So is. Yeah, Bob. David
2: works. was Joe or Jane, and I was the guy telling him about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no. I and mean, he was yeah. just yeah. like, eh, like, but seriously, like, I think that's what got the, this is what started this
0: whole entire friendship yeah. conversation here was me and you talking all the time at the coffee shop. Yeah, and then you would tell me what well, you I were found doing. out what you did. I guess yeah. or yeah. something.
2: You know, like, and I told you what I did, and you just for about three weeks we're like really like but don't you you know do you even lift bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean I, I found it very interesting because when
0: you explained what you were doing to me i was kind of like this doesn't sound right this sounds against. <laughs> this goes against everything as a personal trainer that I, I learned in school and i've experienced but then again i'm like i've never not experienced i haven't experienced this to know if it, you know and then you finally linked me into Bob.
2: Well, there's yeah. You all were both in there together one day, and I was like, ah, okay, finally, this is it. <laughs> getting <laughs> these two together. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, you explain it because uh, I'm not getting through to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that yeah that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: really. This all this is. Because of Chris. Because of Chris. He's so friendly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I
0: mean, I, like I always tell you, I go in there at a coffee shop, and I feel bad because Chris, and I get into some kind of conversation about something, usually fitness-related. You're in, you're usually in the conversation at some point in time. <laughs> uh, and then I, there's people, like, waiting to get coffee, and I'm like, oh, man. I hey, never stop moving. You never stop. No, you no, never no. do. No. You never stop moving. It just <laughs> is like it amazes me that you're just – you're able to keep going and then i'm no, like not, right.
2: that's not that anybody's waiting for their drink they're just waiting to also have a conversation with me I yeah like, and i was name, like can like... i get my chris time for the day you can have your <laughs> chris time
0: next <laughs> um but yeah i mean overall the six weeks we're gonna we're we're got uh i think three weeks left so we'll get roughly nine nine weeks before i move into my 30-day cut and a whole different program that i'm gonna be doing and uh we're We'll be putting out hopefully a little video on that, but uh, and we have some video footage, but we didn't end up getting the full documentary that we were hoping to get for this, uh, this I guess eight week program with you. Um, but I'm really happy with it, and uh, and the other thing is my body does feel uh, it feels somewhat healed for the first time in a while because like I said, when you do free weights, there's always these small tendons or muscles that seem to get upset mm-hmm. because. Uh, if you're working, if I'm doing a five day split, certain muscles are getting hit five days. Yeah, like there's no work. way you're not crossing over, right? And not, you know, like somehow there is a muscle or two out there that is getting hit all five days. And so, like the weekend when it gets that rest, and if I'm doing a Sunday fun day, then I'm doing a six day week. Yeah, I get one day of rest a week.
1: Yeah, it's there's like there's they they call it like a global a globalization of your muscles. Like you can train your legs exclusively. Let's say you are doing a split. Uh, you're still affecting the whole the whole body which means the arms and legs uh, get get an effect off right. the training so even though you're piecing it in isolating groups its still the whole body gets affected so my guess is you know when you do that uh, and remember exercise is a stimulus uh, right it's just that's all it is it doesn't change you right when you're doing it it's a stimulus for change and you got to have some kind of recovery to allow the change to happen and the repair to happen so um uh, but it's good. I mean, this is, you know, I'm the same as you, you know, I'm always trying to learn and, you know, find out what's working, what's not working. And, uh, you know, to keep myself, my energy levels up and keep everything um, high and, and, you know, mental clarity. And of course, obviously, there's other parts that, that not just the training, the, the, the nutrition, as you mentioned earlier, um, you know, quality sleep. We talked about that a little bit last time. So all those things are factors. Um, uh, and you know, I think if you do that and you recover enough, you can avoid having those injuries, whether you, whatever tool you're using.
0: Yes. I never felt like we got close to, uh, any type of injury. I did. I actually have noticed the last couple of days that my forearms were past fatigued. Uh, they had that almost, uh. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like when you're past that soreness and it's almost like discomfort, mm-hmm. like it's like, oh, I'm really – like it's almost like you have worn this muscle out so much that it's like I need some serious rest. But other than that, and that's because I push forearms because I love that forearm machine. That's one thing I will say. My grip strength with uh, – my grip strength because I've never really trained grip. My grip strength has increased immensely uh, for me, uh, making it much easier to do pull-ups. <laughs>
1: exactly, and uh, that's a huge, huge need for everybody. Yeah. So. Now, if I'm speaking statically, you know, you're doing static training. You're doing dynamic work when your gripper. Yes, right. And then you hold at the end. Exactly. That's, that's static training. So you're holding. That's static. That weight wants to pull away from you. You're squeezing it, making sure it doesn't. Um, and so if you're, you know, if you're watching at home, uh, you don't have access to a super forearm machine, uh, Nautilus era, you know, classic, <laughs> which most people don't. Um, then, you know, you could do you can use a tennis ball and squeeze it for six right. to 10 well, seconds. And, and hard on you Amazon,
0: can. they make little little like grippers, grippers that yeah. you can add more resistance to. Yeah. I mean, they're really cheap. They're just they're just I think it's just metal rolled up that you're just. You know.
1: You can but you can go around anywhere. You can grab your doorknob and sque- you're not go anywhere. Squeeze your doorknob. I mean you're know, static there's a, you're almost unlimited with right. the potential of statics. You can push against
0: a wall in a fixed mm-hmm. position. Hold a door frame. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. Dumbbell yeah. I mean, or if you hold a kettlebell or dumbbell up above your head and well, really a kettlebell because the way that's it's angled mm. that weight from the kettlebell you can practice your grip with the kettlebell yeah yeah absolutely upside I, down and walk exactly uh
1: like an opposite farmer's carry right, <laughs> <And> up- right. <laughs> or even just holding on to
0: the kettlebell yeah. with it's that way if, it if it's heavy enough know. yeah yeah um but but that's one thing that i, I didn't train right so yeah. that's one thing that i never really thought about or trained i'm going to it will always be in a it will always be in my training regiment from here on out somehow uh, is uh, the grip strength like I'd, I'd say I've increased grip strength. I'd, I'd actually be interested. I wish we'd had some kind of ah, yeah. Man, way to the... meter the strength of my grip.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been good to get a measurement
0: um, before we started. Yeah. yeah, but but this is something I never thought about and yeah. I never trained, but I've absolutely loved doing it.
1: But it's it's very true that a stronger grip translates into stronger potential for well, work on the other muscles. I would say
0: my grip is my weak right. So like when I do a deadlift, I may be able to deadlift more weight, but like if my grip gives up on me, you know, and I have. I actually have things that go around my wrist to to hold, to help hold, like grip grip assistors mm-hmm. when I do a deadlift. Um, but uh, you know, your body's only as strong as its weakest point, like anything else. And so, if exactly. your grip's weak, then like that's going to once that gives out, even though your body could handle more or whatever that muscle group could handle more, your bicep, whatever. Um, then once the grip gives out, it gives out. That's right. That's true. Uh, which is a little bit, I think, uh, what I've struggled with on some of the machines, uh, like the lat pull downs and stuff, is that my grip is going out, but my I can still I can still. Do you ever have this problem, oh, yeah. Chris? Where like your grip's just like the grip
2: hurts more than yes. the actual like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, you know at, at the beginning when we started training, uh, you know we were doing some pull ups and stuff like that, and I would always dread it, not because of not being able to pull up, but the you know grip. The, the yeah it hurts yeah and, well, you're, when and you're... I'm just like well I don't want to I don't want to go to gloves because I want to be able to get past right. this but like. You know, yeah, and, and same thing with um. Trying to, there's, there's one that we're doing now, like the static stuff, you know, like the it might be the row. So I'm, you know, sitting there pulling, and you know I could go harder, but of it, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, the grips, yeah, because she's going against you, yeah, it's trying to yeah, pull away, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, the the grips really an issue with some of the static do you,
0: stuff. now? Do you use the? Does he use the grip machine very often? We haven't incorporated we, it in a while. We have. Yeah, I love that thing. Yeah, it's cool. It's. I think it's the. I think it's awesome. So.
2: Yeah. Um, well, and then I used to have, well, I still do have it, but it's much better now, you know, plantar fasciitis in my foot. And, and so we worked really hard on trying to get that, you know, uh, repaired and rehabbed. And, and so that was at the, the cat, yeah. ca- you know, and so mm-hmm. I would, and I loved it and it's the, it felt great, but that was one of the ones where, you know, I would get in the car and make it a couple of blocks down the road at a stoplight. And my foot would be shaking <laughs> like that, you know. Um, same thing with you know the, some of the grip stuff, yeah. you know. I'll, I'll,
0: or if he yeah. kills you on the calf, if he puts too much weight on that damn that damn calf machine, I can't walk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're timing that one. That's when you get into timed on calves, and you're you're getting a lot of reps in. Uh, man, it it it's it's it, you'll feel it.
0: Yeah, yeah. and uh, my calves are pretty strong, so usually I can make it to that minute forty five too. But like I get off of it and. I really think Bob should incorporate some kind of carry you, carry you to the car service. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, nope, it's quick. He's just like, all right, get out. Yep, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, the next, I got the next person. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it was nice, nice, nice. He, seeing needs, you, he needs to have the like the shoot. You know, like uh, the <laughs> Christmas story. Idea. Just, just, yeah. just you know, right <laughs> now. <laughs> whole,
0: whole, whole. <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> man. So, um, so yeah, so so that's what Bob and I have been doing the last six weeks, and. Uh, Chris has been, man, thats amazing two years, once a week. Um, how often, how often are you getting into doing cardio and stuff? I know lately you've been busy with, with life things.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I try to get 30 to 40 minutes in four to five days a week. Okay. Um, give or take, just depending on what's going on. Um, but I mean, I'm just, you know, I, I use the arc trainer, you know, and it's a, a moderate intensity and, you know, so I'm not doing hit, I'm not doing, you know, hours of cardio or anything. It's right. just enough to kind you know. Um. What else? What was the second? Was there a second part of that question? <laughs> no, no. It was, it was. It was
0: literally just like what what you were doing. How often you were doing cardio and like, like specifically what? Well, kind of I mean, doing, I mean, now. I'm
2: getting fifteen to twenty thousand steps a day just yeah, at work uh, right. Um, but like everything, that plateaus, you know. So sometimes I need just a little, or if I notice I'm I'm you know putting on weight or whatever, I just need that little extra to kind of get right. back to where I want to go. And so.
0: So you uh, just, you, you get to a point where you're comfortable and you just kind of maintain that and just. Uh, and then some, t- yeah. And then if I know, do you have any larger fitness goals? Like I want to be this weight, or I want to be able to
2: do this much or, or is it more or less like, I just want to feel good and I want to be he- I want
0: a better quality of life. I want to
2: look somewhat decent and feel good. Right. And, and but just the, the functional stuff you know yeah that's that's, that's just so important. well yeah that
0: probably translates to your job picking stuff up moving stuff you know not right. throwing your back out or, or or injuring yourself because your body your muscles are used to being moved in these like these planes of motion right more yeah. often that or mm-hmm. you know
2: just not wanting to make multiple trips from the car on grocery day just you know Man, I bet be you can hold, like, 50 bags. <laughs> like,
0: you could do the, 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 the wrist, the bag loop thing through the wrist.
2: You could probably be, like, the whole... Actually, rah! no, I've, I've got these giant <laughs> carabiners, actually, that I'll just, you know, hook all the bags and, I'll, you know, do a farmer's oh. <laughs> walk with grocery. like, that's actually how I do it. Yeah. No, that's, that's, <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, and so that's the big thing, too, is, um, you know... I'm about old enough to be your dad, so just to let you know that <laughs> when you said you're oh, your dad, my dad, you know, my old dad, you know. But i uh, but anyway, <laughs> I, I was, uh, I've gone from the aesthetics. My of dad's training. Just not in your shape though. Oh, I I,
0: wanted, I want to say my new old dad, my healthy new <laughs> old dad. <laughs>
1: but the, the the thing that you talked about, the, the, one of the terms here is, um, as Chris mentioned, was being more functional, and that has I've kind of morphed into you know early on in the you know the personal training world. Uh, and the health industry, I would, you know, I was all about the look. You know, I want a certain look. I want to have sculpted, you know, sculpted abs and blah blah blah. Um, and now, and talking with other people, now it really has changed completely. Which is, I want people to be functional. And I think uh, this is just one tool to help uh, help mm-hmm. that along because, um, you know, the quality of life is, you know, uh, is the most important thing.
0: Well, and you can start at any level. That's the one thing I like about machines. Like right off the bat, uh, modification, less weight. <laughs> like like far as modifications are concerned with the machines, I mean, really, the only major modification is how much weight can you do um so you're not changing the exercise up at all it's still the same exercise mm-hmm. it's just this is the weight that we can do, um so therefore, anybody can almost anybody may, maybe not actual bodybuilders or strength training people that can like do the whole entire stack of weights and be like, "Um, I need more weight." Outside of those, yeah, right, (laughs) right, Chris. Outside of those people, yeah. Um, then you know, uh, it makes it so easy to train on a machine in that aspect. It does, yeah.
1: That's that's probably what really has drawn me to it. The safety factors uh, of the machine, I think they're kind of built in, and uh, and the fact that you can keep progressing in strength in a in in a manner that's, um, again, that you know is highly uh, effective and and safe.
0: Now, would you say one of the largest goals of your clients, though, is, is quality of life then? Like, what Absolutely. Are, is, is that is that a bigger goal than losing weight, gaining muscle, getting stronger, well, like all these other different things? Well, probably that people, like
1: you, most people talk about wanting to, you know, to lose weight or uh, to eat healthier, and we do discuss that because that ultimately can change the way you look. That is probably the number one reason you know, or one way. Because weight loss. Uh, I, I wouldn't say weight loss. I, I mean – probably so be honest but it's more about like eat healthy get eat the food that's healthy your body will come down to where it's supposed to be you know it it wants to do that so um but yeah that's always been you know a hot topic everybody everybody wants to you know find out ways to make it uh, their nutrition work um and everybody's different because you know, you got a lifestyle and a business and, you know it's it's you know you got time factors and and uh, these all play a role um, but in general, uh, yeah, yeah. And weight loss does, uh, or you know, right. Finding the right nutrition. Well, I guess, but
0: people the also find that even if they don't change their diet that much or somewhat, and as they probably should, that just by adding the protocol once or twice a week, their quality of life. They'll, they'll probably notice the difference in quality of life. Oh, absolutely, and I and I get that all the time. Which is bad in some ways because then they're like, "Oh, I didn't need to like change my diet. I yeah. just needed thirty. I just needed two thirty-minute sessions with Boba <laughs> Week. That's all I needed. Oh, I'm God. good. I could still eat whatever. Well, and that's
1: and if that's and that's the choice. You know, you, it all comes down to choices. Right. And uh, if a person decides that you know they don't want to change anything nutritionally, then uh, that's that, for me, that's, you know, that's uh, uh, your option, not my option. Um, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. You know, I want the person to, you know, to get the benefit from what we're doing. And then if they, if they decide that they need some extra tweaks then we can talk about right. that and work on that and uh, maybe find one or two habits that might make a big difference.
0: And, and that's what I've done. Uh, I give every new client a, um, uh, eating journal pretty much a food journal so they can they can journal their food i have them do it for two weeks i try to have them do it pretty pretty is you know pretty honest like everything they do put on there um and i tell them they don't even have to change um they don't need to change their diet because i just want to know what they're eating i want to know how they're eating uh we'll go over it after the two weeks we'll talk about it and if they want to continue to talk and work on it i'll do it but i'm also if they're just like no nah, i'm fine with how i am and this is what i'm going to keep doing. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, then the exercise is still gonna. You weren't exercising before, so you're still gonna ch- see a change. And I've found that over time, people are more likely to change f- habits once they've once they've got the workout habit going, and they've got they got that going. And now they realize, okay, I'm not losing any more weight because you're going to lose a little bit of weight even if you eat the same and you start working out. It's just uptick in in your me- metabolic rate. Um. And so, you know, they, they lose that weight, and then, then they'll start talking to me again. Months later, in my experience, like, okay, let's talk food again. Like, what yeah. can we do? Um, so, like, one of my clients, he loves cookies. So, like, we, I think I've got him down to eating, like, uh, his cookies that he likes at lunch every other day or something like that. Yeah. But it's a small change. But guess what? That small change adds up over over the two- or three-month period that we've been doing that. It's right? a victory.
1: And that's I think those yeah. are those are key to the successful um, lifestyle changes right
0: so if it takes a customer or if it takes a client you know a month to make these changes or a year to make them changes but as long as they're making the changes and they're feeling good and they're happy um you just gotta stick with it but like you if they don't want to talk food and that's not their thing i leave it alone but i always remind them every so often if you ever want to i'm here to go over that that's great smart so but, guys, this has been a great podcast. I think we've had yeah. a lot of fun. Chris, yeah. I really appreciate you coming on and kind of yeah, talking you. about your experience, especially now that you're doing a lot more of that static stuff. Right. Um, which, you know, uh, we didn't – I guess we, we dove into it, but there's probably a whole scientific aspect of it that we could really – There is. Re- – really dive into. Yeah, um, chapter but, three. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I will say,
2: too, uh, you know, we, we're doing static, static, static. And right. Then, and then we started bringing back some more dynamics. You know, if, if you're doing that, be careful and realize that you're going back into dynamic because you remember the uh, the bicep curl. Yeah. So, you know, I had been doing a static bicep at one point, you know, and then so we go we go over and I the first dynamic I've done in eight weeks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I so know, anyway. I'm on there and he's, he's got the plates loaded right. up, you right. know, and I'm just like, I'm like, are you going to put any weight on this? Yeah, you know, he's like, it, it, it's set. Just slow down. This yeah, that's that's set. one of the. Uh, and that's, <laughs> that's oh yeah, that must have felt light. It felt weird, yeah, because
0: you've been holding such a heavy mm-hmm. weight statically for yeah. so now you're not holding even. He's
1: overcoming. That's the that's the term. Okay, where he overcoming. Is, he's he's he is exerting maximum force against that bar. So he's he's pulling as hard as he can. Where, where when you're yielding, you're just holding something stable, and it's you know, so he's trying.
0: slowly fighting against that maximum weight.
1: He's, or, he, or he's, like, he is, he's maximum force. So what it, maximum be is force, like, okay. it would be like, mm-hmm. um, someone said, you know, you saw, you know, you were underneath a car and you saw, you saw, you know, a child and you were going, oh my gosh. And you would, you would get underneath that car and you tried to lift that car as hard as you could with maximum effort. And, you know, in hopes to lift that car up, well, in a sense, that's what static training is, is you're giving your maximum all uh, in a short period of time where you just never do that with dynamic strength training. That's
0: why I think it's a compliment to the dynamic strength training. Mm-hmm. I could only imagine. Like, like the way now that now that I now that I understand, like, I can only imagine what it must have felt like going back to mo- to that to a movie yeah. instead of being static, but dynamic uh-huh. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I really appreciate you coming on and kind of giving us your yeah it was fun your Thanks. side of things and Bob it has been great training with you. Um, actually I still got a couple more weeks, so I, I'm excited that I've still got a few more weeks to play around with it. Uh, maybe we can even set a new max squatting record, uh, with uh with the free weights and maybe we throw in some statics. <laughs> and maybe we throw in some statics. Yeah, let's hold three twenty now. Um, but no, it really has, and I'm a, uh, you know. Th- there, I think that for certain people, uh, depending on what you want, that the machines in many aspects are are a great way. One to start, um, two, they may be the perfect way, to actually, to do your training. The problem is, how many Bob Tomes are there out there? Or more than you think probably <laughs> well let's hope so but I mean no, no, seriously though I mean yeah. I, I you're the first person I've ever met that knows this much about machines like everyone knows the basics for how to, how to how to use them and like the basics of understanding you know okay I need to probably be this higher you know and I'd say half the people don't even probably know how to adjust them right I've learned more I've that's, learned, I've,
2: that's definitely huge just yeah. the, the difference between me going and using machines at a gym right and then and then working with Bob right. is I mean he gets everything set before you come in exactly But, you know like I but I don't know all like, the almost all the machines. He's got some weird ones, some contraptions in there. But he really does. All, Thank you very much. <laughs> almost all the machines I have used at one point, but they've never felt like they should, you know. And so you know he'll get right. everything set and for for my height and my size, and it's like oh okay that's where you know that's where that's supposed to be. And there's certain one you know like a chest press or something, you know you could get that all all wonky at the gym and not be doing anything for yourself, you know. Right. Um. And that was that was huge too. And so, like you know, I'm not even tempted to walk into a gym and use machines without him standing there. You <laughs> Bob, know, it's just like, call Bob. Hey, Bob, I'm at the YMCA. Yep. You, uh, I've got a couple machines. Here's here's do. a here's a picture. Now you tell me. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like I'll do it wrong. You right. Know? So. Um,
0: and so that's what I'm saying. That how many people with your experience, you know, on top of that, you, you kind of geek out on machines, right? So like, oh, yeah. you you really you don't just have them. You you really understand the engineering behind them and how they work. And that goes into how you purchase new machines and what machines you want. Instead of understanding exactly. the engineering and who's making it, um, like you actually know the difference between a really solid brand. I, I think it seems like a lot of brands you like come from Germany. Are there is there a German company that you really like? Well, there's a no. I mean, there's a
1: German company that's re, had had bought Medex equipment. Oh, maybe that's what we were yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, Okay. And they, and they now they have they have done their work on those pieces and and have made them better. Um, called Kaiser, Kaiser. And uh, and there's other there's another company called David that's in that area. Uh, they make great machines, more of in the rehabilitation market. Okay. Um, and there's an Italian company that I would love to get my hands on a few of their machines called Panada. Um, and there's and not to cut. Any machine manufacturer down because I find that if you if you had a, a, si- a set of machines, you know, from a co- from a company, you're going to find probably two, three, maybe four that you go, wow, that was a, they did that right, you know. So, um, but that's again, that's part of my geeking out on machines. So,
0: exactly. Yeah. So, um, so you know, a lot of the machines that Bob probably has too, I would guess, have better. Setups for incremental adjustments, um, then you don't get at like a um, a big box warehouse or a big box gym or even probably a smaller gym. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're able to really dial in things very incrementally with your machines work. You may not be able to be that precise at a gym,
1: and that keeps me. And that keeps people moving forward if you can do some of those incremental right. changes. So I do consider that as uh, when I purchase a piece of equipment, how is this going to be able to be used? Right, because some of your
0: stuff, it. like your leg press, you can go up by like a pound,
1: right? Uh, I have machines that you can do a pound increments. Those are, I think, the
0: ones you're talking about are two pounds. Oh, oh, yeah. two pound increments on yeah. the leg press. But yeah, because there was like one time I keep seeing 340, and I'm like, man, am I never going to go up? Yeah. <laughs> I've been stuck on 340 <laughs> for three weeks, and he goes, huh. he goes, No, you did 346 today. And I'm like, oh, so he's probably been going up two pounds every week. Yeah. You just don't do five pound or ten pound jumps like most people. Yeah. you you can, but that probably helps with not hitting the wall, but right? hitting right. Like, because, uh, you know, if that extra five pounds or ten pounds is what's keeping you from moving up, but if you could go one or two pounds then work your way up to that ten, pound,
1: exactly. Five pound. I, I I love that when you can do incremental changes. It keeps people moving forward.
2: Yeah, it yeah. makes us feel good because after after you finish the the you know. He well, after you finished with the machine, he was like, good. That was an increase. Yeah, 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 so right. you're like, okay. Uh, it might have been two pounds. But, uh, but uh, you know, I, I do know. I when never ask what the increase was. I'm like, okay, yeah. That's the good. leg <laughs> press.
0: So when you do the leg press, are you like out of breath? Like when, I, when I'm yes. finished with the leg press yes. and he takes me to the next machine, sometimes I struggle to get through the next machine because I'm like, <gasps> yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I am breathing like a crazy well, person. Wait till you try it statically. Oh, yeah. my God, I can't imagine. Yeah. You wouldn't <laughs>
1: think that would take it out of you, but it does. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah and he makes And he makes you – But, like, like that's one – I doesn't. mean, you really have to <laughs> – yeah. So the tension's always You there. have to focus on him. Like, where is that max effort? Like Like, right. the, the legs, um, that's the hardest one because, you know, a push and a pull, I think I've kind of figured out what max effort is now. And it takes me a while because we do a slow ramp up, you right. know. And you really have to, like, is that max? Is it max? Is it max? You know, and – uh, the legs is the hardest one for me to like what is the max and once you really it'll the legs are strong it'll wear out. i think
0: people's legs are stronger than they realize they oh are. yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know like i was, I was telling some people i was work with a client and uh he's 102 years old um and he uh did two sets of 10 at 203 pounds uh leg press machine so not like weighted but you know machine and uh and a lot of people are just like that seems really impressive and i'm like uh, he's in pretty good shape for 102 years old. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I think he can do more than that probably. But that I mean and I think that was close to his max expert. Mm-hmm. But still, yeah, uh, I think I think people have their own mental blocks. They're like, I can't do this. Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah, you, and that's yeah, the mental part's huge. <laughs> that and that's what I try not to do when I'm with you because there are times like. I'm I'm at a minute and thirty seconds, and I'm like, oh, I can just shut down right now. I made it. I'm going up next and, week, and
1: that's where you would, <laughs> on your own, you might stop. Yes,
0: yes. Right. Um, but I try to be, and I try to in my head. I'm like, no, I got to keep going. And I and either and then I'm like, I haven't hit the point where he does the one more thing five times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that's- and I don't I don't think that like I know I can't on my own to determine what failure is. I like. Uh, until we started working, I never knew that. Usually, usually oh, I'm you, like, okay, before. I don't want to do another one, right. so I'm going to call that failure. Right, or you, you know, hit to twelve, you can't.
0: Yeah, or, yeah. Or like me, you know, I was doing free weights, and I would do four sets of twelve. Right. Uh-huh. Um. Well, here's the thing: like, after doing four sets of twelve, I mean, I may feel like I'm close to failure, but I'm really not at failure. No. Like, uh, and but like when you walk away from a machine working with bot, you that that muscle that like it's yeah <laughs> it's it, done because you cannot do another you know yeah yeah. So it, it it's, it's, it's crazy, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, but yeah, like I said, half the time, like <laughs> Bob will literally have to like do one rep or two reps for me. And then I just kind of do the hold and I try to keep it. I try to keep it, you know, um, uh you know assess with the bicep almost every time when you help me with the bicep yeah. i am not you're helping done. you pull it back up like i'll hold it i can get to the top and i can hold it but i am not like you're that's all you and, and I david like I, I
1: know i'm doing the work now. <laughs>
0: yeah. okay I have, no i know that you when you,
1: it's, it's just that's great though you you went to the edge well that's what you do and, yeah. and, and that's where we wanted I to give go you everything i got yeah and you're done so. but that I whole mean.
2: failure thing. i mean that's why you could get the workout done so quickly 20 yeah. 30 minutes i mean if you're if you're you know go into failure with one set you know i mean you could just just knock them out
1: well and there's and that's a great lead-in because there's been studies that show uh there's numerous studies that show one set is as good or better than three Mm -hmm. really numerous yeah uh the worst is it's the same so if you go to muscle failure and there's a
0: lot of interesting uh programs out there like the 311 you ever heard of that one i'm not sure there's all kinds of – Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's some weird – it's all based off a of percentage, and you really do – you can finish that workout in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it's like you only do – you do four major body – you do four days, mm-hmm. and you do one – I think you do one exercise twice. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think one of them, if I remember correctly, was like a military press. Uh, man, it's been so long since I've done it. But I would do the military press uh like I would figure out what my one max rep is, and then I would do it at like ninety percent of that, mm-hmm. and then I would try to get ex- like a certain amount of reps, and I did that twice, mm-hmm. and then that was, and then I did some kind of like core exercise, and I was done. Yeah, and yeah, I got stronger with those individual things, but uh, you know, I just got stronger with those individual modalities. I don't necessarily know if it really helped me get like bigger or larger, or you know, uh, whatever I was trying to achieve at the time.
1: <laughs> right, right, yeah. Well, it's what it, the, 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 the general rule of thumb is. Um, you can go, you know, you can go uh, longer at a lower intensity, or the the higher your intensity right. goes up, the shorter the time period it has to be. That's true. You know, so. so, and I think a lot
0: of it comes down to what what are your goals? Mm-hmm. You know, like at the end of the day, what are your goals? And if you if your goal is to push your body, get a good workout in, and uh, get some rest, and you know, not not kill yourself, like the machine based program may be perfect. I, you know, if your goal is to be a professional bodybuilder, um, first off, you need to figure out how to get the steroids. <laughs> I'm going to let you know that right now from what I hear. And have <laughs> great genetics. Yeah, and have great genetics. Well, yeah, and that's something we've talked about is genetics yeah. really do play a part. Um, but I don't know if a professional – I really would love to see a professional bodybuilder do your program and see what you could get out of them. Yeah, I mean, it would to see be, if you could if they could compete at a I, professional level just doing. Yeah, the oh, there's
1: been, uh you remember heard of Dorian Yates? Uh, he's uh, he was uh, I think he was Mr. Olympian more than once. He did the hit training. Okay. Yeah. So um, he probably I'm not sure his frequency because he probably was recovering, but he he used to say I hit I do the hit training and I sleep all the time and then he would do it again. You know, so he's a big uh, believer in it, um, uh, but. You know, most of the guys that do uh, bodybuilding are really into volume and they like being in the gym. So, it, you know, it, it kind of matches their personality and what they, wanna, right. and, know, and, they and want to. Right. And that's the
0: golden standard. Right. Yeah. So, like, it's hard for anything of any type of plateau to, like, get a new thought process in. Right. Right. Like, try something different. Because, I mean, uh, up till you, really, Chris, like, I guess I've heard of machine training, but not in the aspect of, like, real training. Like, I can train you like an athlete. I right. could put you on a machine This this how I'm gonna train an athlete on machines only I had never really had that as a concept in my head before mm-hmm. um so the gold standard is is free weights dumbbells, you know bars stuff like that um but I'm seeing more and more people being open minded to do things yeah
1: yeah there's a lot there, it, it, there's always something new
0: yeah and yeah. then there's a lot of there's a lot of junk out there right, right. <laughs> I, I feel oh, like yeah. uh that that isn't safe that you shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. um so uh but I don't know it feels like fitness. Is that is on more on more people's minds than ever, which I think to a certain extent is good and to a certain extent can also be bad for the psyche for some people. Right, right,
1: yeah. It's uh, I I just you know we have a problem in our in our culture of too much sitting and not enough moving. Oh, I would agree with that. Yeah, and uh, I you know it's really that's why I think this is just you know this is one avenue to take. Um, it's quick. It's easy. Doesn't take a lot of time in the week. I think it makes you feel good to where you might want to be more active through right. the week, whether it be walking or you know yard work or whatever. Um, uh, but it's just one avenue, and uh, um, and you know I'm just promoting getting out there and moving. And but you do need to strength you need to strength train in some fashion, do some form of uh, muscle muscular challenge to to function better. And that's oh, the, that's, I agree that's with that. the 100%. Goal. Yeah.
0: I mean. Uh, well, I guess at the end of the day, as you get older, the ultimate goal, like you said, is, is moving, right? That's step one, right. like just just move, because if you're moving, those body parts are going to work. You stop moving, they get stale, they hurt. Over time, that can be a very bad thing for you. Um, and I work with a lot of senior citizens, and that's my biggest thing to tell them. Uh, I need you to just move, and then some can do more challenging things versus others. Um, and then, like you said, genetics. Like I'm pretty sure that 102-year-old that I, that I work with, it's got to be genetics because this guy is – he moves better than just about all my other clients yeah that are yeah. up to 20 and or 30 he, years younger than him
1: he may have, he may have never stopped moving yeah. you know to his credit and uh that's huge when you stop when he's you, an old
0: school army uh world war ii veteran too yeah, so yeah. <laughs> wow yeah that's great um Anyways, but yeah, again, thanks guys for coming on. This has been a blast. Enjoyable, uh, always. I, I, I foresee years down the line, we'll be like Bob Tome is back on for the X amount of time. People will be like, you know, <laughs> uh, Bob is the the most the most <laughs> most on guest on the Transparency <laughs> Fitness Life podcast. I'm, and I'm only, you were yeah, a skeptic, glad to to here. here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, I, okay, you're right. I was a little bit of a skeptic uh but uh, yeah i mean i i fully believe in, in his protocols for so many people at so many different levels yeah thank you so but anyways as always guys uh, pleasure uh it's been great having you on and uh i'm sure we'll talk soon i know i'm gonna see you soon yes I've, we've still got some working out to do <laughs> i'll see you soon. and yeah. yeah and you know i've got to drink my coffee right yeah so uh so yeah anyways uh <laughs> guys thanks for stopping in and uh as always we'll catch you next time